0: In Mark chapter 4, I want you to turn to Mark, St. Mark chapter 4, and I want to read one verse, and then we'll go back, recapture the text. Mark 4, 35, and the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, his disciples, let us pass over unto the other side. Let us pass over unto the other side. A faith that allows me to pass over to the other side. The other Biblical faith is designed to place confidence in the person of God and a committed development to the promises of God and ultimately a delivering disclosure to the purposes of God. Faith by definition is confidence and conviction without seeing and moving as if you do see. Not seeing, but seeing. Yes. Yeah. And there's an antithesis between faith and feelings. Feelings, amen, come and go. Faith should be a concentrated view of God's ability. And faith has design, development, and a disclosure that ultimately leads to deliverance. Now, we've had a powerful revivalist preacher all week preaching motivates teaching matures and now that you're motivated we got to move on to maturity can i get a witness too many people just want to be motivated and stay on the mountaintop but they can't deal with the valley and do i have a witness everyday life sister hicks is in the valley can i get a witness and if you don't know how to deal with the valley, the valley will deal with you. Do I have a witness up in the house? And, 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 and so, child of God, when we understand that this design of faith was seen in Abraham the patriarch in Genesis 11 and 12, where God called him by design out of the earth of the Chaldees to move towards Canaan, the land of promise, And as he went, the Bible says he was going not knowing where he was going. He was moving by faith. And in this faith walk, Abraham felt fearful, went down into Egypt when a famine hit the land in chapter 12 of Genesis. And God rebuked him. He was out of fellowship in Egypt. God called him out of Egypt to continue on into Canaan. Amen. And in chapter 16, he and his wife, Sarah, beautiful Sarai, engineered a plan because God was taking too long with the promised seed. So Sarai told Abraham to go into her handmaid, her Egyptian 19-year-old handmaid, and bear a son. She was trying to help God, and some of us here are trying to help God, and God doesn't want your help. Amen. Can I get a witness? And, and, and uh, Ishmael, the son, a man of the handmaid, became Israel's future enemy. Can I get a witness? The, the reason we got unrest in the Middle East today is because of Abraham's sin. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me go on and put this thing together. That is that they failed in his faith. And then God got him back on the right track. And you know the story. In chapter 22, God presented him with an ultimate test to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. And, 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 and as Abraham, who was growing in his faith, yeah, took uh, Isaac to the summit of Mount, uh, Mount Moriah and was about to kill him, he, he told the servants, me and the lad, we'll come back. He had grown in his faith, He had grown in his faith to the point that even facing death, he knew God was going to do something. And God had a ram caught in the thicket. And he learned disclosure about Almighty God. And he said uh, his name is not only El Shaddai, the big breasted one under the Abrahamic covenant of chapters 15 and 17. Not only is he El Elyon, the most high God, and not only is he Jehovah M. Kadesh, Jehovah Canu, But now I've got a new name. He's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who will provide. And, and child of God, as you and I, in this faith walk, as we falter, fail, and come up short, God is constantly motivating us, listen, to a mature faith. Yeah. The problem in the church is we got leaders that don't have a mature faith. We, we got members that don't have a mature faith. Can I get a witness? And, and, and when your faith cannot, listen, When your faith and my faith cannot endure, amen, difficulties, demonic attacks, and delays, our faith is false. Do I have a witness? The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So the the problem in the church is, and, and we often say this, there are two types of people. There are people who have truth, but no love. We ought to speak the truth in love. Do I have a witness? You got all truth and your, listen, your demeanor is to criticize people. You beat them over the head with the Bible. You beat them over the head with what they ought to do. You beat them over the head with what you think they ought to live. And you got truth, but you don't have no love. And, and the fact of the matter is, just like in John chapter eight, when the people wanted to stone the woman caught in the act of adultery, uh, the, these were the religious leaders, yeah, who, who, who told Jesus. Now Moses said, "We found this woman caught in the act of adultery." Moses said, "We ought to stone him. What do you say?" And Jesus said, "Let him that is without sin cast the first stone." Child of God, learn this. When it comes to criticizing other people for their sin, look in the mirror. Because but for the grace of God, I'm preaching to somebody. There goes I. Don't get all high and mighty because you got a suit and a tie on, because you got dresses and heels on, because you drove up here in something. Don't look down on other people. Don't judge other people. Don't beat other people. Understand that if it wasn't for the law, you, you, you would have a needle in your arm this morning. You would be in Barberry this morning. But for the grace of God, there goes I. It's only the love of God that I'm standing here today. It's not my life. It's not my righteousness. It's not me being a good citizen. It's Jesus. Do I have a witness up in the house? The only reason I'm not strung out on crack cocaine this morning is because of Him. Now unto Him who's able to keep you from falling. And people who criticize others are hiding something anyhow. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, what are you hiding? Now let me stop pausing part because after Dr. Williams, I told Sister Gordon, I'm not telling anybody to touch your neighbor this morning. (laughs) We've been touching all week. We ain't touching this morning. But child of God, I want you to hear this. There are people that have truth but no love. Then there are people that have love, but no truth. That's how cults start. Can I get a witness? It doesn't matter what you believe or who you believe in. This come, let's all cuddle up together and be loving. No, the Bible talks about separation. Do I have a witness? So child of God, when you look at this matter of faith, uh, pistis is the Greek word. This faith, this conviction This persuasion of sorts is found throughout the Bible. And our faith too has a design and has a development and has a disclosure to it as well. And here in in, in Mark, and by the way, let let me talk about Mark. Mark is the shortest gospel of the four. And Mark... I can appreciate this, displays for us a reasoning of failed faith. Because Mark, John Mark, failed at his faith. It was John Mark whose mother was rich, wealthy. She had the early church in her house in Acts chapter 12, and she helped the Apostle Peter. It was just John Mark who, a man was assisting Paul and Barnabas on their missionary journeys. And in chapter 13, he decided to get up and go back. He left his mission. He left his faith. He went back. Paul said, I'm finished with him. And Paul and Barnabas Amen. got into a big argument and the contention was so strong they never came back together again and Barnabas took John Mark and Paul took Silas and they went their separate ways and yeah and when Paul was on his deathbed when Paul was about to get his head cut off he sent for John Mark he said now you're profitable for the ministry Mark John had grown in his faith do I have a witness and child of God there are too many disconnects in the church Too many people that are in one day and out the next day. Too many superficial Christians, amen, that really don't care about the kingdom of God or the glory of Jesus Christ. They're just hanging on as a broken branch to the vine. I do have a witness. They're really not committed to the things of the Lord. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. That is, they got a form of godliness but no power, amen, that is exemplified in their walk and Mark's whole objective was his audience that he was writing to was the Romans. That's why there's only two references of the Old Testament in the book of Mark. He's not writing to Jews, he's writing to the Romans. And his emphasis, listen, is on the works of Jesus Christ. His service, 11, first 11, 10 chapters, then 11 through 16, his sacrifice. Matthew was writing Amen to the Jews to present Jesus as king. He, listen, he had throne and legal rights to the throne through David. Can I get a witness? That's why you have a lineage in chapter 1 of Matthew. Going all the way back, listen, to Abraham, who was the progenitor, the patriarch. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob formed the Jew. Are you with me? And then Luke, amen, is writing to Greeks. Dealing with Jesus as the perfect man, the perfect son of God, the perfect son of man, excuse me, and his emphasis, listen, it's interesting, his emphasis is on Jesus being the perfect man. John was writing to the world to say that Jesus is the son of God. Can I get a witness? But it's here in Mark that Mark is emphasizing, if you will, this matter of the works of Jesus Christ. And I want you to see something that's really deep in this text that in chapter 4, beginning at verse 1, and I want you to see this. Go back. Amen. Chapter 4, verse 1. And he began again to teach by the seaside. Verse 2, he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine. Now let me stop, pause and pause. There's a principle here. God gives us teaching and then God brings testing. The teaching brings testing. The testing prepares us for triumph. I'm going somewhere this morning. And in this text, there are nine parables Earthly story with heavenly meaning. And Jesus is teaching non-parables because after he teaches, he's ready to test. The authenticity of your faith is not in the test, in the, in the teachings. The authenticity of your faith is in the testing. My God. How... Am I under pressure?" Not how you are on Sundays, not how you are when you put your religious garb on, but when all hell's breaking out, then we see the true you. Can I get a witness? Yeah, and, and, and child of God, it's, it's, it's in this it's, it's in this text that Mark was known to be what we call an under rower, in the Greek, one who did not enjoy the cruise from upstairs, but hidden away from the cruise line people, he was in the bottom rowing the boat. There are certain people in ministry, they just quietly rowing the boat. Can I get a witness? There are people, Reverend Simmons, in this church, you don't hear from, you don't see. They just keep rowing the boat. Yes, sir. They keep praying for the ministry. They participate in ministry. They give to the ministry. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and it's here, it's here, child of God, that we begin to see some principles that I think are uh, just marvelous in this text. Three things I want to say. That God wants you to have a maturing faith. He's going to develop. Listen, he's going to allow, amen, difficulties. Amen. He's going to allow you to come under demonic attack. And then he's going to take his time and bring delay in your life. And if your faith cannot, listen, if your faith is so weak that it cannot deal with difficulties, demonic attack, and delay, you're not ready for prime time. Can I get a witness? Now, child of God, I want you to see something in this text because one of the things that, amen, and I need to say this, Mark, like Matthew 13, begins with this parable of the sower and the seed. Now, the sower, I'm talking about a farmer now. I know y'all from the hood. A sower, a sower is somebody that plants seed. The sower is God, the seed is the Word of God, and the soil, which the Word of God goes into, are the condition of our hearts. The problem in the church, our hearts are not right. So the Word can go forth day and night, it doesn't benefit you. The Word can be preached and taught, it doesn't help you. You are only hanging on as a broken branch because God wants to get your heart right. Do I have a witness up in the house? Uh, Jeremiah 17, 9 says, For the heart is wickedly deceitful Uh above all men. We had a tragedy at one of our major universities. You know, let me say this to you. Only because this story came out that everybody's appalled. And the emphasis is not on the real victims. The emphasis is on the university status. Yeah. This kind of stuff goes on all the time. Let me appreciate the clock. And and we are anesthetized Yeah, as a society, we have become removed from people's pain. As long as my children are alright, as long as I have money to pay my bills, as as long as I have, yeah, uh, comfort and ease in my life. I'm preaching now. And this word happiness is overrated. I want to be happy. Well, the Bible says in the book of Job, life is short and full of trouble. Jesus said, in this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations and be of good cheer. So I don't know why we keep reaching for happiness. And remember this. I learned this in philosophy 101. A materialistic society has no ethics. The more emphasis on money, the less emphasis on people. All we concern concerned about is Wall Street. All we're concerned about is Madison Avenue. All we're concerned about is being rich. Nobody's caring about people. You got old ladies going around here treating their dogs like they're their sons. Putting coats on dogs, kissing dogs in the mouth, buying them all kind of gloves, and that's fine. If that helps you, that's fine. But when are you gonna show that same mercy? When, when are you gonna show that same concern for people who have souls? I'm preaching now. Somebody sitting on the side of the road, have nothing to eat. Somebody, amen, struggling with the addiction of drugs, struggling with alcohol, struggling with disease. And we pass them by, we spit at them, we turn our heads. WE'VE LOST GOD'S LOVE FOR PEOPLE! I want you to see this. Jesus in chapter 4 is explaining about this sowing process. We've been here before. Real quick. In the explanation of the sower and the word, verse 15, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they have heard, here it is, Satan cometh immediately, takes the word away from their hearts. That, that means the minute the preacher or the teacher is teaching the word, the minute you get the word, Satan comes and snatches it. That's the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the wayside. Verse 16, and these are like stony places, stony ground. When they've heard the word immediately, they receive it with gladness, but they have no root in themselves. And they only do it for a little time. Remember that word time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises, for the word's sake, immediately they become offended. And the third group is verse 18 and 19. These are people caught up in the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things entering in. Shout the word. Four seeds are sown and only one seed takes root. And I've done the math. Every Sunday I get up here and teach and preach. Three-fourths of you go out the door not even understanding the Word. Only one-fourth sows in good ground. So Jesus says, you know, I did the teaching, now we got to do the testing. Now, the authenticity of this Word being sown in your hearts will now come out, listen, as I allow some adverse situation." When I talk to my son in college across the country, and he tells me, Dad, I'm struggling, I'm going through something, I immediately pray with him. But when I hang that phone up, listen to this, because he's my son, his problem just became mine. Are y'all with me? So now my faith has not only got to cover my stuff. I'm preaching to somebody out there. Now my faith has got to try to cover his stuff i got to keep believing God that God's going to work something out in his life. Oh, y'all not praying with me. Can I get a witness? So, child of God, when you look at this chapter, and I want you to see this, that there are three major crossovers. And the first has to do with difficulty. Now, I don't know how you handle difficulty. Sometimes I don't handle it too good. Can I be honest with you? You know, we don't like honest people. Because honest people make us find out that we're dishonest. Can I get a witness? I don't handle Reverend Simmons' difficulty all the time. When difficulty comes my way, I I can't sit up here and say, I say, well, Lord, here it is. I believe you and I'm going to rest in you. I, I can't, Brother Beeman, I can't say I do that all the time. Sometimes I'm fearful. Sometimes... Amen. My feelings get involved. Sometimes I feel like screaming. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? I don't don't handle my failures. I don't handle my feelings. I don't handle, amen, my difficulties the way I ought to handle them all the time. Lord have mercy. Mm. It's in this context in verse 35. Real quickly, we see a passing over to the other side of a storm. Now, let's set this stuff in motion. When you look at this chapter, it is no coincidence it's Holy Ghost led that he taught non-parables, he taught on the parable of the sower and the seed, and then immediately after the teaching comes the testing. God always does it. It's one thing, Sister Hicks, to shout in church. It's another thing to live that shout out. When you're all alone and nobody is near you and you don't have the, uh, the feeling to impress anybody. Can I get a witness? When you look in that true blue you. Yeah. True blue you. Just you. Only you. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, when you look at verse 35, hang in there, it says, and the same day, same day as what? The teaching. Yeah. Jesus said, okay, I've done all this teaching. Now, disciples, here comes the testing. I'm going to see just how much of my teaching is going to stick. Mm. Look what he says. The same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, his disciples, let us, here's the first Passover, pass over unto the other side. Now, they're on the Sea of Galilee, which is a lake 13 miles by 8 miles. And the Bible says that Jesus gave them destination. Let us pass over to the other side. What is being tested here? The Word. I gave you my Word. Let us, I'm with you, pass over to the other side. What I'm not telling you is what I'm going to allow while you're passing over. See, it's the in-betweens that mess us up. I know I'm going to heaven, but I struggle when I'm going through hell down here. Yeah. Somebody know what I'm talking about. You, you say, well, 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 be encouraged. You're going to glory if you're saved. Yeah, I know I'm going to glory, but Monday, I went through hell. Yeah. Tuesday, I felt like I was in the lake of fire. Wednesday, oh, everything was breaking out. Yeah, well, you still going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven, but it's the in-betweens. Yeah. It's when the marriage starts rumbling. It's when the children gets out of, out, out of line. It's when the money gets funny. Somebody know it. It's when the doctors have given you a bad report. It's, it's when your job is on the blink. He gained destination, but then he allowed a difficulty. Verse 37 says, There rose a great storm of when the waves beat into the ship, that it was now full. Here comes the difficulty. Teaching leads to testing. Here comes the difficulty. Lord have mercy. Uh, Excuse me, Raymond Gordon, there's some things you're not going to see that's going to happen tomorrow. I gave you my word Sunday. There's some things waiting for you on Monday to authenticate the teaching from Sunday. Preaching to somebody. And if and if that word does not germinate in you on Sunday, you won't have a hard time on Monday. If, 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 if church is just a place to come to, amen, throw a dollar in the pot, hear a good song, hear a piece of a sermon, and go home, you're in trouble. Dave, Dave, David said, Thou have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy, thy Word is a light unto my path. Thy Word. There's something about the Word. And the Word is trustworthy. The Word is strong. The word, The Word cannot come back void. Do I have a witness up in the house? The Word of God, the Logos, Lord, have mercy. The Word of God given from the mouth of God is a secured Word. Heaven and hell will pass away, but my Word, not one jot or tittle of my Word shall pass away. Great storm. Now, I want you to examine verse 38 real quick. And he, Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said unto him, Master, care is not that we perish. This is a critical part of this text. <sighs> Jesus is with them. Yeah. Let me talk about the presence of God. Yeah. <sighs> We and we just like disciples, we know the Lord is on board. He's not, he's just not on board when I need him. We know he's with me, but he seems not to engage when I'm in need. See, see, their their sense of his presence was a pretense. He was he was asleep. Now, the 100% man in the hypostatic union, the 100% man could go to sleep, but the 100% God, God neither sleeps nor slumbers. I wish I had a witness. See, see, if if you understood who Jesus was, I got to preach this. Can I get a witness? Yeah, 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 when he was born in Bethlehem of Ephrathah. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and and Isaiah is very careful to protect the virginity of Mary and to protect the holiness of Jesus. It said that, uh, that a, young ama, a young virgin will have a child and, and child of God. No, 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 Mary didn't have sex with nobody. The Holy Ghost overshadowed her. And in fact, he had to overshadow her because he could not allow the perfect man, the perfect Christ, amen, to to, to interfere with, uh, uh, amen, damage and sinful flesh. So So the Holy Ghost overshadowed her in the womb. Can I get a witness? And here's Jesus, amen, here's the miracle of the incarnation in flesh that Jesus, who is everywhere, at the same time, omnipresent, omniscient, that means he knows everything, omnipotent, he's got all power, that he who is everywhere was compressed into a seed and put in Mary's womb while he still controlled the universe by the telepathic of his mind because by him, Colossians says, all things consist. She wanted a stable to have him. He didn't want. He didn't want a five-star suite at the Holiday Inn. But he who was rich became poor. Can I get a witness? He had tracked up forty-two burden generations and wrapped himself in flesh and came in a makeshift delivery room while cows and sheep stared at him. He burst in the time. I wish I had a witness. See, child of God, this is no accident. It's no, amen. Jesus, amen. In this text, you gotta see this. He sleeps to them, but he controls everything. He controls every storm that comes in your life. Every, every, every storm that rises up, Jesus is in control of it. You know, he's in control when we out of control. Can I get a witness? He, he, he's in control of your history. He's in control of your hearts. He's in control of your health. He's in, yeah, he, he, he's really in control. Look at this. And he arose. Verse 39, he rebuked the wind and said, unto the sea, word of God, peace. That's what I want. Be still. That's the command. Can I get a witness? And, and, and immediately the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Now, now it is believed, and I'm, I'm going to try to substantiate this before the sermon is over, this storm was not from God. The storm was from Satan. The reasoning is the same Greek word is used when he says peace is. When he says, be still, in the Greek, it means muzzle up. It's like putting a muzzle on a dog. Can I get a witness? The origin of the storm caused him to rebuke something he had nothing to do with. And when storms come in your life, he's got the power on the spot to rebuke it. Can I get a witness? And and, and child of God, that destination and that difficulty and that distraction of his presence and that discontinuance of the storm, here it is, led to a disclosure. Look what the disciples said in verse 41. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Thank you, Jesus. He not only walked on water at 4 o'clock in the morning, and he defied the law of aqua dynamics, but Jesus defied nature all through the New Testament. Can I get a witness? You, 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 you remember he went to Bethany and raised Lazarus, and, and and the Jews believed that when something had been dead for three days, it was surely dead. Do I have a witness? But in Lazarus' case in John 11, he said, no, let's wait for to make sure that everybody knows that it's a miracle from God. Can I get a witness? And he walked into Bethany and called that boy's name Lazarus. He had to call his name because he is the resurrection. And if he had just said, come forth Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Nahum and Habakkuk and Daniel and Jacob, all of them would have got up, but he said, No, 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 I don't want to go yet. I'm going to get y'all in a minute. I'm going to get y'all in about three days, but Lazarus, come forth. And when Lazarus came out of the grave, it's a picture of salvation. When God calls us out of the dark, hell-bound world, we come forth, but we still bound. Do I have a witness? The grave clothes still has a bound. We still got addictions. We we still got lights. We still got sin. But Jesus said, loose them. And the grave clothes start falling off. And when you get saved and stay under this word, grave clothes going to start falling off. Things I used to do. I don't want to do anymore. places. I used to go. I don't want to go anymore. Can I get a witness? It's called progressive sanctification. Look at this. Look at this. What, what man, a man is this, that even when the wind and the sea obey him? Mm. You've got to have a faith that can endure your difficulties. When your difficulties come, you've got to have a mature faith to handle it. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. The Lord is my refuge and my... Sh- you got to talk to yourself. You got to preach to yourself. You got to sing to yourself. You, you, you got to celebrate to yourself. You got to praise to yourself. Amen. You, yeah, hey, hey you got you to gotta remind yourself that the Lord is God. Cross over crossover, crossover. Look at the second crossover, chapter 5, verse 1, real quick, and they came over unto, here it is again, the other what? Side of the sea. Now, now, now look at the, look at the series of tests. First test is on the sea. Now, the second test is after they land from the sea. Something's waiting on you. Now, you know what's interesting about it? You don't hear nothing about disciples. I think when the boat got there and they realized that demonic demons was on this island, I think the disciples looked at Jesus and said, you got this one, Doc. (laughs) We ain't fooling with this man. Some of us are afraid of the devil, and we ought to be. Some of us don't believe that there is, listen to me. There are demonic spirits assigned to each country, each church. There are demonic spirits when Satan, when Lucifer fell and became Satan, millions went with him. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. And, and and child of God, child of God, you need to understand that demonism is real. People being possessed, people being oppressed. Amen. Demons having your your boss's mind. I'm not talking about anybody to work here in the church. Deep demons having, amen. Uh, 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 yeah, somebody in your house, their mind. You can be married to somebody that's oppressed by a demon. You can be married to somebody that's possessed. They don't want to hear this. By a demon. Just remember, you married him. Can I get a witness? Child of God, there, there are demonic forces everywhere. And look what the text says. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately they met him. Out of the tombs, turn to your neighbor and say, this is tomology. You know what tomology is? We got folk in the church that that are still in the tombs. Yeah. We live like we dead and not alive. We think like we dead and not alive. We tomology. Man came out of the tombs. With, now don't miss this, an unclean spirit. Now let me stop. This unclean, these unclean spirits go back to Leviticus 18 and 20 where Moses was teaching the law and saying these acts are prohibited for Israel. Do not learn the ways of the Canaanites. Men with men, women with women. Uh-oh, they getting quiet men and women with animals, bestiology, the occult. Yeah. Black magic, white magic. All all, all of these things are demonic. And what unclean spirits do? They bring perversions and pollutions. They bring addictions. I'm preaching now. They, 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 They get into that kinky stuff. They constantly are encouraging a lifestyle that is an abomination to the Lord. Now check it out. Unclean. And you and I have had unclean spirits in our lives not possessing us, but in our lives influencing us. The word drugs comes from the Greek word pharmakia, where we get our word pharmacist. Drugs is a demonic tool of the devil. Yeah. And why do you think they call, amen, liquor places spirits? I'm, I'm trying to paint the picture. Darling. See, because what Satan wants to do, when, when I can't deal with life as it is, amen, I need some help on the side to alter what's going on in my life. So I'll, I'll smoke this, I'll snort this, I'll shoot this, I'll drink this. Can I get a witness? And then what, what, what makes it even worse? I'm trying to show you all of the sinners. Can I get a witness? What, what makes it worse, child of God, is that, yeah, 1 Corinthians 6 says, and everybody you went to bed with, you shared their personality. You left a part of yourself in them, and they left a part of themselves in you. Don't answer. That's why the Bible says in Genesis, and the two shall become one. You know what oneness? Oneness doesn't happen when you agree on vacation. And as you know her, as, you, as she knows you sexually, you start becoming one because you're sharing personalities. I'm trying to paint a picture. I'm trying to show you how messed up I was, Brother Arnold. Everybody I shared sexually with, I should not have shared with, I took a piece of them and I left a piece of myself with them. I'm preaching now. Every time I got high, I was participating in demonic worship. Every time I got drunk, I was participating in demonic worship. But when Jesus comes in, I need a witness up in the house, thank God he cleanses me from all sins. I done been with some nuts, y'all been with some nuts, some of y'all still with nuts, that's why you nuts, can I get a witness, child of God, look at this, Lord have mercy, This man, verse 3, had his dwelling in the tombs. Tomology. No man could bind him, no not with chains, because he had often been bound with cheddars and and fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broke in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. Notice, he's not under control. He's not tameable. There's something wrong with always day and night. He was cutting himself and crying. Lot of us cutting and crying. Can I get a witness? Day and night, we keep cutting and crying. Messed up, hooked up, shook up, don't know what's wrong with us, got historical stuff going on. Can I get it? Mommy wasn't right. Daddy wasn't right. Siblings wasn't right. I'm not right. Angry. Can I get a witness? Addicted, confused, under control of the devil. You know what I'm talking about. But look what the Bible says in verse 6, but <laughs> when this demonic man saw Jesus, and, and it says he saw him from a distance, when, when he saw him afar, off, he did what most church folk won't do. He ran to Jesus and fell down and worshipped him. Let me stop pausing part. Demons have an obligation when they come in the presence of Jesus. They got to salute him. They got to submit to him. They got to serve him. They got to ask permission to take leave. Can I get a witness? See, child of God, the Bible says that they worshiped him and they cried with a loud voice and said, what have we to do with Jesus? Have you come to torment us before a time? Don't send us to Kahana. Don't, don't send us to the bottom of this pit. Don't send us, amen, Chain in the Tartarus. Torment us not. And look what Jesus says, come out of the man. You unclean spirit. The only way we're going to be free. From demonic forces is for Jesus to call them out. He got to call them out. He got to call them out. And he asked him, "What is your name?" Meaning, all demons have names. Can I get a witness? And he answered and said, "My name is Legion, six thousand Roman soldiers." For we are many, and he besought him that he would send him, yeah, out into the swine. Jesus released them. They wanted to reprieve, verse 7. They wanted to run away, leave, verse 10. And they begged him for another infiltration and another identification. That is, when people are demon-possessed and they are healed, when them demons come out of them, they're looking... For empty places to go in and possess somebody else. Uh-oh. Years ago when I got saved, there was a church here at West Philly. I'm not gonna call a pastor's name, but he believed in casting out demons. And this will be a true story. He he had this girl and she was speaking in another voice and all this. He said, This girl's demon possessed, we're gonna cast this demon out. And he says, and in a few minutes when we cast this demon out, if you're not truly saved, get out of here because these demons are come out of her and going to you. So he says, I want you to leave the church right now and if you're not saved. And they said, the whole deacon boy got up. <laughs> they, they said, they said then, then the ministers in the pulpit start saying, well, look a minute, call, call me later. I'm getting out of here. Can I get a witness? And, and child of God, child, that's supposed to be a true story. Now, I don't... I, in the, you know, we don't fool with demons. Can I get a witness? Uh, child of God, I want, I want you to understand that Jesus wants you to have a faith that can deal with demonic activity. And Satan is coming. Satan is a liar. Satan's going to burn in the lake of fire. But greater is he that's in you, yeah. Then he, that's in the world. See, see, listen, that's why as a church, don't be pur- talking about ABC. I, I admit believe and confess. Don't get caught up into that. You can say ABC and still go to hell. Yeah. You gotta be broken. You gotta be repentant. You got to recognize that Jesus is the Son of God, that you're a sinner, and you need to be saved by grace, and you want Him to come in and change your life. And then after you, after, after you ask Christ into your life, you just can't load up your boat and go right back to the lifestyle you had before your know. If people get upset with me because I preach truth. I'm not a politician, I'm a preacher. Yeah. Can I get a witness? I learned in the military overseas, they said, look, the way you tell the difference between a man and a woman, a man naturally walks from the shoulders. A woman walks from the hips. I don't care how many wigs you put on. I don't care how many body parts you screw on. They still walk the same. I'm preaching somebody. Just check out the size of their hands and the throat. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you shake my hand and your hand bigger than mine, help me, Jesus. And something keep coming out of your throat. Something's wrong, brother Arnold. I want you know, thank God for my wife, I want a lady, man. I don't want nobody to meet me at the restaurant got muscles bigger than me. Come on, feel this, brother. I want that? Help me, Holy Ghost. See but we can't accept that from the Word. God says something is radically wrong when you embrace these sins that He told Israel was an abomination. Can I get a witness? It doesn't mean we don't love the sinner, we love the sinner. We hate the sin. God loves the sinner. God loves lesbians, He loves homosexual. He died for them but they gotta come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ or they're going to hell. We can't sugarcoat this thing. I'm preaching to somebody. I can't go back to my life of fornication. I can't go back to my life of running up and down. I'm preaching to somebody. Once you meet Jesus, something has got to change. Your faith. Your faith. Can it endure difficulties? Can it endure demonic attack? Demonic attack. And there will be demonic attack in your life. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Satan will come after you from every angle. Won't he do? And God will allow it just to test your faith. Can I get a witness? They took Joel, his own brothers, threw him in a ditch. You remember the story of Joseph. Putting him, him away in Egypt. Can I get a witness? And 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 and, and Joseph, Joseph, oh, all through the the, the the jail sentence and everything else. And Potiphar's wife, Amen, tried to get him to have sex, and he tore away from her. And and, and you know you know the story. The Bible says, and the Lord was with Joseph. Yes, sir. You ain't you ain't because, see, God had a design and God had a development and God had a disclosure. So when there was a famine in in, in Canaan, they had to come back to Egypt to get food and Joseph saw them. They didn't recognize him and Joseph disclosed disclosed himself to his brothers and they got scared. They thought Joseph was going to kill them. Joseph said, no, 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 no. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for God. You ain't getting this. You're not getting this. Seventy people went into Egypt, two and a half million as the nation came out. God has designed. Your faith and my faith has to endure difficulties. Difficulties. Married people today, they don't want no difficulties. My grandmother, my mother father, Those couples stayed together 50, 60, 70 years through hell and they stayed together. The minute we come up the aisle, you you got two more strikes because the first strike was this wedding cost too much money. You got got two more strikes and I'm out of here. We have no staying power. And the lie is the next one you're going to get is going to make you forget about the first one. That's a lie, too, because the next one's coming with baggage. Can I get a witness? We all got baggage. Put your hand there and say, I, we all got baggage. Someone's got duffel bags. Can I get a witness? We all messed up. Your pastor is a sinner saved by grace. Don't look up here as if I'm perfect. I ain't nothing perfect about me. I'm a sinner. Can I get a witness? I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner, and I'm a sinner. But I'm saved by grace. Can I get a witness? Thank God you got a pastor that's saved, but I'm still a what? A sinner! Look at the final crossover as we close. Chapter 5, verse 21. And when Jesus was passed over again by ship to the what? Other side, three other sides, isn't there something? He comes to this other side, and a ruler of the synagogue, J- Jarius by name, saw him and fell at his feet and besought him, saying, My little daughter is lying at the point of death. Will you come to my house and lay hands on her? Can I get a witness? Listen to this, saints. The final thing that we need strong faith to handle is when God choose to delay. Somebody said, he may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. And here's a man that asked Jesus, falling at his feet, come and he'll my son, now I want you to put yourself in this man's shoes. We've been here before. They're walking towards the man's house. And right in the midst of walking, verse 25, a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, verse 26, spent all of her money. Nothing got better. Rather, she grew worse, but she had heard of Jesus and came in behind him and said, if I could just touch her, the hem of his garment. I'll be made whole. Now let me tell you something about this woman. See, the Old Testament says that God bore us on eagle's wings. There's healing, Lord have mercy, in his garments. So the woman said, oh, I believe this is God, and I believe that if I can just heal, touch his garments, that I I will be healed. There there, there is an interruption of time. Time Timetable. When God chooses to delay your deliverance, for years I begged the Lord to heal me of certain things and he didn't do it. His delays have purpose. And you know what, and this may sound sacrilegious to some of you, maybe God is leaving certain things in your life just so you don't get too uppity. Maybe if God just moved everything, you already walk around here like a peacock. Can you imagine the Lord healing us of everything? We'd be walking around here like, you know, know, mightier than anybody in the world. I I was was telling them, yesterday I went down South Philly, I was on Point Priest Avenue, and and it was a nice day, a lot of guys out there drove, and I pulled a car. This guy walked up. that used to be with my brother, man. And I said, "You know I love you." He said, "I know." I said, "You know my brother, loves you. I know. I'm just struggling with drugs, man." He said, "You got a couple dollars, man?" And I pulled out a track and I said, "Listen to me. You need Jesus." Yeah. And then I know, and I, then I gave him some money. I gave him like three or four dollars to hear me. I said, "Listen, you need Christ in your life." And see, when you have truth. And you have a sense of brokenness. People can receive what you have. When you are up in and don't want to touch that which is dirty. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You don't want to go back from when she came because now you've moved to the suburbs. You got a little piece of grass around your house. You can leave your cars unlocked now in some places. Can I get a witness? Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about. Your your neighbors, you're not in a row home. They can't hear every time you raise your voice. There's a little space between you. Can I get a witness? And child of God, child of God, child of God. We, We tend to forget from which we get every now and then. It's good to go back where you came from. And, and, and child of God, it's good to sit there and, and, and just think about how good the Lord has been. When I didn't have nothing, when when I was struggling with sin, when my marriage was on the blink, when, 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 when my children... Oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. But the Lord, but the Lord, but the Lord, but the Lord brought me out. Child of God, God will delay your blessings. To show you something. There's a delay of time, but in verse 35, there's a delay of turmoil. Look what it says. While wow, he's fake. The woman got healed. They came from the man's house and said, don't bother the master. Your daughter is dead. Mm, look what Jesus says in verse 36. Don't be afraid. Only believe. Can I get a witness? My brother, you need a faith that can endure his delay. You need a faith that can endure difficulties. You need a faith that can endure demonic activity. Can I get a witness? See, here's how I know when Satan is attacking me. Because stuff comes out of nowhere that I didn't call for. I didn't do nothing for it to come. It just rolls up all of a sudden. And it started swooping down on me. And what the Lord says is just hold up, stop, and be still. This not your battle, Jehoshaphat. This battle belongs to the Lord. Can I get a witness? God, You know God will fight your battles? You know God will defeat the enemy? You know God will make a way out of no way? You know God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies? You know he'll make your cup of joy run over? You know surely... Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life, and you'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Can I get a witness? That's why I love David. David said, the Lord is my refuge, and he is my strength. He is of very present help in the time of trouble. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. He said in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Can I get a witness? Well, Jesus... Jesus had a destination called earth through 42 burden generations and Galatians says he came in the nick of time at the right time and he burst into time. Can I get a witness? He lived 33 years. They led him away to Calvary. He didn't come to live. He came to die. They strung him up. They stretched him out and he shed his blood. Did he shed his blood. He shit his blood and god said back in exodus 12 and when i see the blood i'll pass over can i get a witness they put him in a grave but he lives, I live. Because he's got the victory, I've got the victory. Say yeah. You need a faith. A crossover faith. A faith through difficulty. A faith through demonic activity, And a faith through delay. I'm going to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Wait. I say on the Lord But they that wait upon the Lord Shall renew their strength He'll mount you up With wings like eagles You'll run And not get weary You'll walk And not faint I dare you I dare you I dare you Be still And know that I'm God. The Lord is my light. I need a maturing faith that can handle difficulties, demonic attack, and delay. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head child your eyes closed, now is the moment of truth. This is no form of fashion. You will either choose heaven or hell. You must be born again. Jesus is the Son of God. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. And with all your heart, if you receive Him, the Bible says you're saved. As every head is bowed, if you desire to be saved, just raise your hand. Come on, I see my visitors. Come on, raise your hand. Don't be Jesus said you be ashamed of me. That I'll be ashamed of you just raise your hand. Come on. I want you to no, listen, listen, listen. You got to do this. Raise your hand and then step out and come up here. We want you to give your life to Jesus Christ. Brother Honor, you come me. Come on. Come on. Step out. Step out, brother. Step out. Step out. Praise Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. You need to be saved. Come on, baby. Thank you. You need to be saved. Come on, baby. Praise Jesus. Thank you. Come on. Move him down. Move down. You need to be saved. Come on. Come on, brother. Love you, man. You need to be saved. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on out. Come on out. Jesus wants to save you. Jesus loves you. Come on. Thank you, darling. Come on. Come on out. Don't go to hell. You need to be born again. Give Jesus your life. Come on. Step out. Step out, guys. Come on. Step out. Step out. Listen. Listen. Listen to Pastor. Listen. Listen. I want Jesus to save my soul. Yes. And he will make you whole. Yes, he will. And he will give you the power yes. over Satan, yes, yes. over sin, yes. and over self. Yes. Step out. Are you saved, brother? You saved? Am I saved? Yes, I'm saved, You saved. Brother, you want to be saved? Be saved, be saved. Come on, anybody in here wanna be saved? Come on out, come on out. Come on, come on. Wanna be saved? save. Anybody here? Come on, come on brother, come on. Anybody here wanna be saved brother? Wanna be saved? Save. 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 Brother. Wanna be saved brother? Save anybody? Praise Jesus, come on. There you go, there you go, there you go. There you go. There you go. Bless blessing. Bless you. And the day that you hear my voice, harden not your hearts. The day is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Listen to me. I'm on borrowed time. You know what that means? I should have been dead. Long time ago. Been shot at. Was in the military seven years. Should have been dead. But God, who's rich in mercy, but God, Reverend Simmons, you on borrowed time. Gary, you on borrowed time. We on borrowed time. You know why the Lord left us here to do His work. That's why He left you here to do His bidding. Is there another? Is there another? You may be seated. Thank you, brothers, for coming up. Love you, man. Love you. Man. Thank you, man. I want you to follow this minister here. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Thank you, sister. Thank you. 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 Follow them. They're going to lead you to Christ. Amen. Church, amen. Church, amen. Hallelujah this is the work of the church hallelujah amen amen thank you thank you church amen. amen hallelujah amen we love you we're dismissing we have a meal for the discipleship teachers and discipleship people i'm so glad to have you here to our esteemed guests our secrucians we thank god for you Let's stay on our feet. This is the last turn. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need a faith that can endure difficulties, demonic activity, and delay. Father, we thank you for the word. Give us a strong faith. Regardless of what's going on, we believe you. And we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. You are dismissed. Have a great day. All the. uh...